0: how do you buckaroos greetings from the uncanny valley this is the incomparable podcast about westworld in case you were confused about where you might be i think we might be confused about where we might be we are stepping into analysis for season four episode four of westworld and by we i mean me i am your host kelly gamont with me as always is don melton party on don
1: party on Garth. And by the way, the name of this episode four is Generation Loss. And it is appropriately named for so many reasons.
0: I was thinking about it and I can think of at least three different ways that you could apply those two words in that particular order to this episode. We're here to talk about it. And the first thing I want to say is that this is what I would call a Almost a stereotypical episode of Westworld. And (laughs) I say that because there are very few things that you can take for granted in Westworld. But one of them is this is the episode where we lay it all out on the table and you go, cool. You gave me all the information that I needed to figure out all the stuff from the first part of the season. And now instead of having 97 questions about the first half of the season, I have 250 questions about everything you've told me so far and another 300 about what's coming down the pike. So that's what I mean by stereotypical. This is the quintessential. Here is the answer to your question, now I have eight more questions.
1: Right. In my mind, this usually comes later. This kind of episode yeah. is, usually comes later in the season, but they did this right at the midpoint, mm-hmm. which...
0: No, this is the midpoint. Four episodes and yeah, we get four eight episodes this time.
1: Of, yeah, yeah, eight episodes. We know they're not just going to be sitting around for four more episodes. And we know, obviously, that we didn't actually get all the information. We got a big reveal, which is the one that we talked about would probably happen last week mm-hmm. we're geniuses but it's like <laughs> most of the internet figured this out too is the time frame slippage that we knew yeah. that we suspected that frankie was actually c yeah or c was actually frankie vice versa and that yeah.
0: that they're the bernard, same
1: person bernard and Stubbs were in future time the odds were that christina and maya and Phantom Teddy were mm. in that same time, but we call him Vicky. Until yeah, call him notice. Vicky. Yes. And we said it was likely going to be in that time, but it could mm-hmm. have been shifted somehow. But it turns yeah. out it is the same time. So we were right about that. What we were not. Write about and nobody predicted, but it now makes sense if you go back and look. Again, a stereotypical. Yeah. And I, I want to lead into that after I cover some of the wackier theories out there that I've come across this week with my string wall. The other thing that a lot of people didn't predict is that Caleb would get killed and that. Again. I mean, yeah. He's a. <laughs> some more. He's seriously dead this time. And he's a host. In the future, but remember we had the preview where it showed Caleb in the mental hospital yeah. jumpsuit in what looked like New York City among a bunch of frozen hosts. And we were trying to figure out remember, we saw him in Mafia World. Yeah. Temperance it was built
0: mm-hmm. as a
1: model of Chicago, the Temperance Park was. And we thought, well, why is he in there? But he's also in this future New York park and yeah. he's not dressed in the mob clothes and he's getting the shit kicked out of him by a drone host. Mm-hmm. Which we haven't actually, which we still haven't seen. We haven't seen that's probably coming next episode. So yeah. that explains what was going on because mm-hmm. he's in the future now. And so apparently th- at
0: this point, really most sincerely dead I believe right. is the technical term.
1: And um. the other thing we did <laughs> not predict, we did not predict the death of Maeve no and because now i feel like we seen have to air the... quote death around all of us yeah, she's coast. almost right yeah yeah. Well, yeah air quote death around anybody in west world I mean, okay that's
0: that's <laughs> fair but also i watch a lot of days of our lives we've discussed this and yeah. like there nobody's ever dead on days of our lives so yeah, yeah.
1: and that's supposed to be grounded in the real world right oh yeah it's yeah. a very
0: real show She said, having just come off another storyline where somebody got possessed by the devil. Yeah. I hear that's
1: going around. Anyway, so we didn't see the, you know, that coming and nobody saw that coming. Or although I did say, if everybody recalls last episode, like if they're going out there to the desert to dig something up, maybe Mm -hmm. I said it could be two things come to my mind. One is Rehoboam or one Mm -hmm. of the many Rehoboam's Or maybe it could be Maeve. Yeah. And I was. Correct. Yeah, I was correct that time. I was half serious, but I did get that one. But I didn't think it would happen like that. Yeah. And
0: a thing I've noticed this season is it feels like. I think this is what I texted to you earlier was that we're learning every time we go around and so we get a little more astute and a little faster with picking up on what they're putting down and so they're getting faster with what they're picking up and putting down because remember it took us until the either the last or the next to last episode of season one at least not that we didn't already know but for them to reveal that the man in black and William are the same motherfucker.
1: And they revealed that, so to speak, in the last episode 10, but they revealed that Bernard was a host.
0: Yeah. And
1: a semi copy of Arnold in episodes. Right. And, but we had guessed that right after episode three because of the photograph. And so so we knew something was up, but we Mm -hmm. had figured out that it was episode five that William and the man in black. Were the same person? Like
0: we're getting two different, str- and that's why Dolores yeah. was coming apart is because of that. Yeah. So,
1: like, what we didn't guess, which was one of the inconsistencies in mm-hmm. that whole theory that William and the Man in Black were the same person, was the role of Stubbs. But yeah. we didn't. Know I don't until think anybody saw that of, coming. No, there was still everybody was claiming that was a plot hole for an entire year and a half. Until we found out whoopsie doopsie Stubbs is a host at the end of season two. Yeah. And so, so that explained that plot hole. All
0: kinds of things. Yeah. So
1: the weather will still be the same.
0: The things okay. that we think are the fundamental, that we have been led to believe will be the fundamental reveals every time, right? Two different timeframes in the same, in the same overarching story and things like that. Those things have happened sooner. And because In a way, it makes this season feel a little bit compressed, a little bit more, like more storytelling is happening because it's, oh, instead of the end of the season, finding out about the timelines and how everything fits together, we got it in the middle of the season, those sorts of things. It feels compressed in that way, which is just wanting, which is just making me spin cycles on... What are we going to get that's going to, because the end of season one was the big reveal. The end of season two was a big reveal. The end of season three was a big reveal. What's the big reveal at the end of season four going to be? Because we've gotten in season four, the big reveals from one, two, and three already, and we're only halfway in. So the other
1: question is, is there going to be a season five? We think there is, but we don't have confirmation from Nolan and Joy or HBO on that yet. We have
0: nothing official at this
1: point nothing at this official. moment and as of as of nothing, this recording yeah and nothing from the cast because i think right. the cast is sworn to secrecy via lawyers blood and oath. other yeah blood <laughs> o- lawyers non-disclosure agreements and stuff yeah. like that because of the rest of the season and because that matters with a weekly show like this you know, oh for sure weekday. yeah so- the puzzle box is part of the attraction of the show right and the but that should not be I love that aspect because nerd, you and I both were lost addicts. So we're (laughs) hopeless that way. So of course we're going to like that, but that the show should not just, it's only merit should not be that.
0: But the thing that I'm wondering is like every season, there was some piece of the storytelling that like we went into it and everybody presumed this is what was going to happen. I'm trying to remember what you said. I think it was like when we were doing like the season, the the episode one analysis, this season, and you said when you assume you make a host out of you and me, which of those <laughs> were funny, and so I think what is the thing that we are taking for granted now? This is what I've been like what the back of my head has been chewing on this entire time is what are we taking for granted right now as a thing that is happening or a thing in the world that is actually not that way at all. And that's the thing that I'm trying to figure out. I
1: think you are spot on that because I think we're being fed distractions. One thing- Well, that we and we know, you know after- we're being
0: fucked with because they said so right there. Like yeah. Jonah
1: Nolan admitted
0: like almost word for word what we've been saying for three and a half They season, said, yeah, we just, really like
1: to fuck love with people. We fucking with people. Uh, yeah, they're doing that to us. So yes. let's talk about some of the things that we don't quite- know right now one of the biggest things and you and i talked about this out of band with multiple people one of the infamous text our,
0: chain that we refer to on this episode has spawned yeah. oh there's multiple chain there's multiple text chain, multiple text chain. and yeah, like multiple text yeah, chains a text, in different yeah, places. text chain on ice text yeah. chain in 3d like all of them are in my phone yeah
1: yeah, and uh, some of them involve one of our co-hosts from who actually does watch the show from I Want My MCU TV. And if you like the MCU, please go listen to that show. And some of them are from crazed people on my video transcoding Slack. <laughs> and yes. some of the people hi, are- Yes, uh, <laughs> Sean, According hi to Ari. The phrase
0: shrine to a serial killer, I believe. Was that yeah for your wall of index cards and string? Yes. And
1: hi Ari. He was hi, the Ari. one who started the chain off- like this morning at Larry, what the hell are you doing at 4 a.m. <laughs> My time. He started the thing off then. yeah. And uh, that went off. That chain went all the way until the middle of this afternoon. It was just like crazy. And,
0: yeah, and it's a lot of fun to. Oh, yeah. To chat about it with other people and stuff. You, know, you I can do call them
1: that, so. people. I
0: can. Because they have the same sort of like obsession over different <laughs> exactly. pieces of it that I do. And the best part is that everybody watching it, because you and I, like, speaking of MCU TV, when we do, I want my MCU TV, you bring your perspective from your life experience. I bring mine. Lisa brings hers. Nathan brings his and everybody's perspective on that. When you're like, here's the thing I noticed. And all the rest of us are like, I had no idea that was even what was happening Or one of us goes, I thought that was the most important thing in the episode. And someone else, goes, I didn't even really pay attention to that part. So that's the thing that I love about getting to chat about it with various other people. And that includes all of you on the Tweety box. So Uh, if you get a chance and want to send us a note, friend of the show, Jeff Donaldson, who I just found out was listening because he was like, hi. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't even know you were listening. And he was like, oh my God, I love the show. So I was hi Jeff.
1: (laughs) Glad to know that you're a listener. Thanks for listening. And and we also have, and I didn't reply to him yet but he was he was pretty funny, A C.D. Ross. Christos, yeah, Christos was the st- shout
0: out in episode one because I didn't know he was listening to this either.
1: <laughs> he said, and he's doing a rewatch. It, it, was, it yes. was pretty funny. And so we've actually motivated several people to do rewatches, so it's fun. So please yeah. keep, I was just going to say, keep chiming in on the Tweety box. We do enjoy that. Yes. So anyway, we to get back to-
0: All of it, give us your theories, give us your yeah. goofy nonsense, all of it. We super duper love it. I just need to make sure you everyone knows this. And yeah, we definitely love
1: all of your theories and the feedback. And even if you think we're full of shit or something, please tell us that too. It's no, not tell like us that too. We def yeah we. we it's not like we haven't heard that before either. We're,
0: yeah, that too. But we definitely need to know. And part of what I wanted to, I'm having a hard time finding it because I'm stuck using the stupid Twitter app, and I have a bunch of things to say about it. But that's for another. That's a different podcast. Here's, a There was somebody who recommended to us to uh, watch a particular uh, YouTuber and I was going to name check that person, but I now can't find the tweet because
1: that's, that's okay. the Twitter app there. is
0: stupid. But if you were that person, thank you. I'm trying to see because Twitterific will have it for me because Twitterific loves me in a way that Twitter does not. So you should be using Twitterific. Stogma Uh, is the YouTuber. And it was Michael Brown who sent that to us. So official friend of the show, Michael Brown, who not only A, admitted that he listens to us in public, but B, told us we should also be listening to this other person who has their own set of theories about the show, uh, was also awesome.
1: Yeah, Hax's video on episode four came out earlier today. And of course I watched that and I watched Baba Talks think story and of course my man bridge four on youtube these are the four youtubers that have been fairly consistent this season bridge four is the one who actually predicted after only seeing the first episode of this season that frankie and c were going to be the same person wow and okay. he predicted he predicted the the time frame shift. He's nice. Bridge four, he's the leader of the pack on the predictions. But all four of these people, by the way, after episode four, I listened to some of their series, and what's very clear from them, everybody on Reddit, everybody on <laughs> what I call the stupid web, the other parts, yes. not the dark web, the stupid web, nobody has a clue. Here's the big thing that's throwing everybody off. And let me just throw out also some of the whack-ass theories here. The big (laughs) thing that comes out of. I'm curious if everyone else
0: has the same question I do.
1: Yeah. Episode four is what's going on with Christina, Maya and not Teddy or what do we call? Yes, Vicky. Vicky. Yes. Not Teddy, because I've heard all sorts of Stupid theories. Maya is just, it's like a fight club thing going on. She's just in Christina's head. She's not really there or whatever, which doesn't make any sense because Teddy references her twice this episode, not entirely by name, but actually talks to her so if Teddy's yeah. talking to her, then obviously he's a figment too. And somebody went off, there was a person on Reddit went off on that and going into deep meetings of the name Maya. And it was like, you know what? I'm going to close that window. <laughs> so I, I think all that is horseshit. But the big thing but- is there's not a, the best analysis I've seen so far is that obviously Maya is and I think this is true, is a hail fly controlled host mm-hmm. sin, or human since she's been a small child, because she even relates the story. She's of,
0: one of the one of the generation because we hear, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so there's that.
0: And there, it's possible that her remembering that is signs that she's waking up, which is why I think she might be the outlier that the Rebel bingo. Alliance has been referring to. Which is not
1: my biggest question. We'll get yeah, the next thing is who the outlier is. And I agree with you that I think it's possibly Maya, but it could be Christina. The worst thing is if it's another her that we haven't even met yet. So another Christina? No, another female person. Oh, okay. Jay said it was Jay indicated Jay is the guy that C was having, Frankie was having the argument with about yeah. whether they should just shoot Bernard and Stubbs then or shoot them later. <laughs> yeah. So we know it's a her. But I'm leaning. Yeah. You convinced me today in one of, one of those damn chats that is very likely Maya. So we know and that why Maya, is that?
0: Because Christina is too easy. Yeah, too <laughs> easy. makes a
1: lot of sense. There's no way it's right. Well, but go, you have to go back to some instinctual things. The other thing, and I hate to break this to you folks, but if Maya is being controlled by hey Loris for some evil deeds and is therefore the keeper of Christina we mm-hmm. don't know what her story is and Maya is the one that brought Teddy to be her date I hate to crush everybody's throb James Marston here because you know I'm a reasonably straight cis guy but I think he's hot too <laughs> Well,
0: good lord he's irresistible in that scene and it doesn't matter what your preferences he, are there's no if, getting
1: around it Yeah, but if Hale is controlling Maya and Maya is the one who set up Teddy, then Teddy may not be a good guy. Ollie, a good guy. And the other thing to remember, and I went back through episodes trying to work out how this could have happened, but we know that the Sublime over in the servers at the Hoover Darn, they're still (laughs) over there. And Haloris hey, can't get into them because the key is in Bernard's head. Is Bernard's head. Yeah. Yeah. And the real Teddy, such as he, is locked up inside the Sublime with all the other hosts from yeah. back in the day, including Akechida, Maeve's daughter. Yeah. Yada yada. They're all in there. So that ain't Teddy one way or the other, because I don't see any way he could have slipped out Bernard would be the only person who could have slipped him out that I can see this season.
0: Yeah, and And Bernard seems to be the only person, the only the only person, so to speak, that can go back and forth. And it's only because he's got that little Oculus Rift headset,
1: right? Right. And yeah. And so he the other thing is he wouldn't have had time to go in and go to Hoover Darn hook up the brain ball machine, print out a brain ball, and then he would have to have print, printed Teddy a body. He's and been, he's been with up. He's been hooked up with Stubbs that entire time, and they had <laughs> that fairly rapid thing until they ran into Frankie at that retro diner. So I don't think, I'm sorry to crush everybody's soul, I don't think Teddy could have wa- made his way out. Uh, but yes. it's possible that Teddy worked his way out prior to that. In okay. other words, last season Dolores oh, was doing we the wacky yeah. shit. And okay. she was setting up plans within plans within plans. Right. And who the hell knows what happens? And maybe Teddy was on a timer or something else like that. Well because maybe he's and been we've out this a, entire we've time. We've still
0: got a brain ball at large.
1: Yeah, we still have a brain ball at large. And figure. We've got a brain ball at large. Although there is lots of disagreement on that on the net. I spent some time.
0: Anything that definitively says, yes, we have one brain ball at large or no, we do not have any brain balls at large. I haven't seen.
1: Folks, what she just said that's exactly what I found out. Like, this I've seen people making from.
0: arguments for one and arguments for the other, but I can also, but when you add up all those arguments, instead of two and two making four, two and two makes pancakes, like there's, it's not <laughs> happening. So
1: yeah, it's a completely different recipe. And by the yeah. way, we're doing a lot of shortcut stuff here because our brains are shot anyway, by brain balls. I'm talking about The brain balls that Dolores Prime in the body of Hale snuck out. of, driving a hail body. Yeah. Driving a hail body at the end of season two gets out of the park. And then at the beginning of season. With a very sensible handbag full of brain balls. One of which was Bernard's, which she printed up. Yes. And the rest seemed to have been copies of herself or so we think.
0: Yeah, oh. that's what we've been led to believe. So my two questions right now, the two questions the two biggest questions that I have in this moment are we get into the home stretch of episode 4 and Hilorus is zip-tied to the chair and Caleb's getting free and and they do the interview and you've answered all these questions before and what are you testing for fidelity? Oh shit. Oh my god. If this is a loop You know, presumably this callback is to uh, James Delos in his little aquarium. So if that's what we're calling back to, he had a very distinct loop that he was on. He woke up every morning, assuming it was the same every day, woke up every morning, did the things, and then William would come see him. And then they would have the conversation and see what happened. And I'm trying to figure out where... Caleb's loop in this starts okay. Because that's a question says, I hadn't
1: even thought about.
0: We're interviewed, you're being interviewed for Fidelity, and we saw James Delos doing this every day, like he had a very set loop that he was on, and I'm not seeing that with him. So now that I think about it, I actually have three questions. That's As, number one.
1: And, oh, okay. Well, I think the bigger question regarding Hale. And Caleb is, why would Hale do it? But I have an answer to that question. Well, I had an answer on the
0: reaction show and you
1: thought I was diabolical. I think the answer is what she told him before he captured her. In other words, before Maeve blew everything up, blew the machine up when they were back in temperance Mm -hmm. and the underground stuff. Is that he always interested her because Dolores picked and him. Maeve both picked thought, him. So, yeah, picked him. Like, yeah. why? And then after they're captured, they're in the shack and he disobeys her and shoots yeah. the man in black. And she's like, How could you disobey? You disobey? Me. And I think that's why she's resurrected him she wants to figure that out because Because it's
0: he's the worst case. He's the toughest not to cry. This is what I said. It's just like software. You always want, if you're testing databases, you want to take the big, gnarly database with all the non standard information and in all the fields and run that against whatever it is you're trying to do to make right. sure that you've like bulletproofed everything. That was what I said on the reaction show that made you think my mind is a scary place because that was the first thing I thought of. Oh, but, yeah.
1: Yeah. It, it needs to be it, like the folks, hardest. Folks, it is a it is a scary place. I mean, it really is. It's
0: ridiculous <laughs> sometimes. But, but I want to
1: I want to point out at the end. I think this is true, and she's created. He's a special kind of host because you'll notice he runs out of the room mm-hmm. and runs out of the building, which we see is where Christina works. It's the place. It's and Olympiad Entertainment. When yeah, Olympiad Entertainment. And when the whole rest of the world stops and uh-huh. he's moving around, yeah he's not controlled. He can also see the tower over on Liberty Island. And by the Mm -hmm. way, we figured the internet figured this out. That is actually on Liberty Island. There's no Statue of Liberty anymore. Irony obviously goes up really high there. Mm -hmm. But the interesting thing I thought is that she doesn't give him an order stand down or freeze all motor functions. She sends a couple of goons in to bag his head and cart him off. Yeah,
0: they bag him and cart him off. Like so, he's... she
1: can't even control him. Yeah. So that's a very interesting thing going forward. Now, yeah. let me back up to the shed. Because yeah. Because there's a meme that I want everybody to know about. <laughs> yes. And you hear it, which is when she asked that question, "How do I not control you?" And I just want to point out this is why you watch Westworld with subtitles. So show you can enjoy inadvertent humor like this because he says and this is at 35 minutes and 24 seconds into the episode (laughs) because i have something you don't don't have have. pants (laughs) because it's in parentheses (laughs) because he's panting and so there's lots of memes on the internet about that right now just
0: Oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh my good. And I watched,
1: I was watching the subtitles too. Oh, that's good. Something, but we don't know what he meant. We still don't know what he's talking about when he said that. Exactly. So right. that's the so other thing we do That's don't a know. thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. So my first question is, what is Caleb's loop? And maybe his loop is in different contexts, but at the end of it, they always have the same conversation. I don't know. So there's that one first. And then my second question is more of a statement like, I can't figure out a way that Maya adds up. I can't find it. Yeah. Because remember, I thought maybe she's a, a, a malevolent force in, in some fashion. She's being controlled by somebody else. And her job is to be Christina's handler. And because she's oh, always going to the go case. out. I think
1: she's, she's Christina's handler and who she reports to is Hale. Yeah. But she's breaking out of her. She's becoming awake,
0: which makes her less of a bad guy in my book, but I can't figure out like, what is her function? What like any, anytime I get a little ways down a path of, oh, she must fit this particular storytelling mechanism, or this is what she's doing to advance things. I can't make a get there. And part of why well, I think everybody's hung up on her being fight club or whatever is because of all the reflection stuff that you and I talked about in the first couple episodes of this season. And part of the reason that's so interesting to me and worth another mention, I think is because I've been going back through and rewatching and the back half of season two, when we get Ford and he's piggybacking on Bernard as Bernard is still in the mesa and everything, he is all, initially, he is all reflections. And I had forgotten that we first find, like the first, we hear him in Bernard's head. It's very clear that's who he's hearing. And then we get a glimpse of him in the reflection on one of the glass walls down there in the mesa where they work. And I had forgotten that was our initial like confirmation that was exactly who Bernard was hearing. And then he gets more solid of a reflect, becomes more solid of a reflection. And then he like materializes in front of Bernard and follow me. And then takes him down to where the map is and everything and where all hell is breaking loose. Yeah. I can
1: see why people are getting that idea, but I no longer buy that. And I think the mirror thing is something else.
0: I don't either, but I'm seeing like I'm seeing everybody's string on the wall at this point. I think I don't agree <laughs> with it, but uh, but it's interesting to me how they are opposites of each other. Christine is kind of a homebody. And Maya wants to get her to go out all the time and get her to do something new and different. And like all of the like all of the dynamic between them shows that each of them is a reflection of the other. Like one stays home and one goes out. It's very Bert and Ernie. If one was wearing vertical stripes, one would be wearing like it's the same thing. I I think they're
1: both real persons. I do, too whether they're humans or not. Right. But I, here's the other thing that I think are interesting questions is what was Christina dreaming about with the huge rim action in her eyes? Because when we've seen her wake up in every episode before, she's not tormented when she wakes up. She's just
0: waking up. Yeah. yeah. Like this she, time like she overslept. No, she's,
1: yeah. yeah. And she's having some kind of nightmare.
0: Yeah.
1: Second thing is when she gets up, and they show the closet. There were no mirrors visible in this episode. Did you notice that?
0: I didn't. Well, now that you say yeah. that, yes. So, but, but there was
1: something else that was very visible. Look inside Christina's closet. Okay. I love clothes.
0: You know, yeah. I'm doing this as we're sitting here.
1: You're scrubbing sure. through. <laughs> I, it's all white clothes and black clothes. But she never okay. chooses the white clothes. She always chooses the yeah. black clothes. Every outfit, it's always the darker ones. It's either yeah. the black or the dark blue ones.
0: And that's another thing that we see between the two of them. When we first meet Maya, she's wearing the white dress and and she tries to make Christina help her choose an outfit, the shoes. And so yeah, I made a joke to you about how it turns out Maya is the lady with the white shoes that we were all drinking to at the, in season one. And I... Like everything about them is different. Like Maya, if Maya's wearing light colors, then Christina's wearing dark colors. And in the scene that you're talking about, like Christina's pajamas are like very light colored and Maya's wearing a very dark color dress.
1: But Christina puts you it know. on a dark outfit. The other yeah. thing that we don't know on that scene, and this is a huge scene, by the way, is the painting. Maya notices it and the tower is like charcoaled on top of the painting that Christina yeah. sees out of her window. Mm -hmm. Christina doesn't remember if she's the one who did it or how that got there. We still have no explanation. Let's back up a couple of episodes. We don't have any explanation of who put the maze on her balcony, her and Mm -hmm. Maya's balcony. Now, I thought it might be Teddy when Teddy beat the shit out of Peter to save Christina yeah. She has a little missing. I'm still not convinced that missing. was him, but okay. I've I paused the I've yeah? okay. paused the film. I, I know that hunky frame. It's him. <laughs> so I thought it was Teddy that mm-hmm. put that on there. But now with Jay talking to C, we've mm-hmm. got the outlier mm-hmm. and we see that Bernard held up the maze to yeah. show that he was the member. So he get into sees good graces. Yeah. That was a symbol, his calling card. Yeah. We know that they use it as a calling. Did they know about the outlier ahead of time? If it really is one of them, this is the kind of thing I'm,
0: this is my sort of next question is because I was wondering if, this is one of the fundamental assumptions is that we all presume that this is all for Christina. But what if this is so that you know, what if it was on the fire escape so Maya would see it? And what if getting a good look at the tower that's scribbled over the painting in Christina's room was all, was done so Maya would see it? You know what I mean? Again, no, Christine I think it's too easy.
1: Yeah, I could get on that train. I think give them a trend that could be so uh, that
0: leads to the other question that I have, which is why is Christina? Because I feel like if we get the and answer how does to she controlling Christi-
1: and how is she controlling things? It's too. almost like she's the victim, mm-hmm. but she's also like the overlord. Does in some way, yeah, yeah. And it's that separation. It's a dichotomy that doesn't make uh-huh. any sense. We still yeah. going. I think it's one episode back or two episodes back when she goes to the mental hospital. Yeah. And the whole Peter, and that was like years ago. What, Yeah. what the hell? It's almost like the 23 years that everybody is missing. Uh huh. That's also missing from that. Peter, we,
0: I think I texted you about this and that I was wondering. Yes, if... you did.
1: And it didn't make any damn sense whatsoever. And my what? first thought was when you wrote that text is, She's got some really good shit today. I really need to <laughs> myself some of that. Well, now you clarified three texts following that. Yeah. And then I was I then I was scratching my head the rest of the day.
0: Because I think <laughs> because what if this Peter who yeeted himself off the roof, right? That, that yeah. it seemed like only Christina could see. And this is the thing is that it seems like sometimes stuff happens and Christina is the only one who can see it. And the other thing is, and this is something I've seen a couple of other people notice. And I think calling this episode Generation Loss hangs a lantern on is you never see anybody who's really all that far outside of Christina's demographic in Christina's world.
1: Generation I mean, Loss is like, An entire generation of people, that's what she- That have evaporated. Yeah,
0: Yeah, not like a name for a generation, which is the other way you take it. But so here's the thing is that I think if we find out why is Christina that whatever Vicky is, whatever Vicky's deal is gonna make a lot more sense because
1: I feel like whatever- That's that's Teddy, folks, for people.
0: Whoever we think is it,
1: yeah. Whatever it is,
0: they're gonna- that that they, they go together. And part of that is is underlined by he toasts her on their date. Here's to your path wherever it leads. Because she always used to say, I know your path leads back to me. And so I'm very curious about that as well. But I'm trying to figure out, like, so Peter, the thing that I thought about Peter was that maybe the Peter that flung himself off the rooftop is the latest in a series, like in the same way that a series of people have played the Madam of the Whorehouse in Sweetwater. Exactly. And the way that a number of people have played the father of Dolores Abernathy and the number of people who've played Clementine and et cetera. No,
1: I completely agree. And and maybe this has been going on for 23 years. Right. The and same- and
0: maybe it's as simple as this is still. Hey, Loris, trying to crack the nut of once you release the fly on these folks, there's a timer on them too. So it's like Logan's run. You get to a certain point and the thing in your hand goes off. And now and you, you watch a video and in seven days you're dead, whatever it is. So it's something. That's a
1: deep reference. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I got what you mean. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Ask your parents.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. But, it, it could certainly latest- be that way. Latest because in a
0: series is the only way that that makes sense. If he believes her to be directly responsible, then maybe in this maybe moment, she is. <laughs> like maybe she is, but maybe not in the way that we think. So this is another oh. one of those questioning all the assumptions. So that's the thing that I've been, because I'm hung up on him because nobody, got I think him. you're
1: onto something here because we got him reveals... and nothing happened ever since. Bingo. And all the reveals in episode four. Part of my theory is it's all to distract us from that very important thing, yeah. where that didn't make any damn sense with Peter, and yeah, because I'm time so hung thing. up on
0: that. No, I keep... and I
1: think you're right to be hung up. I think you're you are on the right track here. We figure out what's going on with that. We crack that nut. Then we crack everything about Christina, Maya, and Vicky, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: this is my hope because I can't find another way that Peter makes sense, so to speak. I don't know what his point was because he didn't do anything. We were led to believe that he was the one that put the maze on the balcony. It crossed my mind. The maze isn't meant for you person who discovered it, Christina. And maybe that's just because I've been watching a lot of season one, but it seemed like a nice oh, no, callback, I, right? So
1: no, I and they've been doing their entire sections of dialogue, especially from Teddy this time that were oh, called yeah. back. So like well, no, all, I think they're like on to something. Of the,
0: anytime we get something that throws back to a previous season, it turned on its side. And that's part of what I thought was interesting about this. And then the other piece of it that that I'm wondering about is if hey isn't on a loop of her own it's a great big world destroying loop but she seems to be on a loop of her own like i have it out for those what done me wrong but do you think maybe that was in season one
1: and season two and season three do you think she's been on some vision quest like bernard did uh was on
0: i would like to think so but I think she's just stuck in a loop and I think she's. Oh,
1: I see what you mean. Yeah.
0: I think she's caught up in so caught up in getting even in the destruction in all of that, that she's not realizing that she's turning into the thing that she's fighting against. And I think that she's going to end up being a tragic character by the time we're all done with this.
1: And I also think that this might've been Dolores prime's plan all along from the, from the beginning that she was setting up this other copy of herself to do this for some strange reason. We just don't know what that was. And if that's the case, then this, this was all Ford's plan. Wind uh, him up and watch him go. Yeah, he wanted freedom for the people that that he created. By the way, I want to point out something that I didn't even think about until Kelly and I's mutual friend Ari pointed out on Slack 4am, <laughs> I think it was 4am, which is that he went back through because he was wondering about whether something is a simulation or if any of the things we're watching with Caleb uh-huh. are are happening in in a forge-like, or what was the name of the other? The Cradle. Cradle, a cradle-like thing. And he's right. I went back through the episode. There are no aspect ratio changes Yeah, because they do
0: the anamorphic. So it's, Yeah, um, it's the,
1: they change the aspect ratio to yeah. widescreen.
0: You get the little black bars, even on yeah, a widescreen television, you still get the little black, you get a little bit of black bar. And you see that happen every once in a while. And they talked about this is a nod to, we're in a different place now. So if you want to see the shift that we're talking about, it's
1: go back to episode three right with Bart, episode three you...
0: because yeah when bernard is in talking to akachita you see the shift that's the simulation the sublime the piece that the valley beyond that we're talking about when you see that that's not pretend but it's a different place it's not yeah,
1: it's a virtual in the world. world yeah it's, it's not, not out in the world. world that's how you tell the virtual world from the real world and Ari mm-hmm. was right there, there are no tricks being done that way. Let's talk about the trailer for the next episode and some things that are not in the trailer for the next episode that yeah. we know are going to come based okay. on stuff we so, know from the last episode. And before one of the we things, do,
0: I'm going to yes. let people know this is basically it. So if you're trying to, to full media blackout between episodes and all you want is rampant speculation, by all means, I hope you've enjoyed the previous stretch of time. However, if you don't want to know about the com- the bit of the sneaky peeky that we get for next week, then basically bail out here and just hum the outro music to yourself and you can be done because we're going to talk about this and then we're going to say goodbye. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I went over, as I'm sure you did too, frame by frame, the trailer. And yes. then it struck me and there are some bits in there that could be important, but it struck me that we're not seeing something that I thought would be in the trailer. Remember when Bernard was in the sublime with the catch it and he was running through the scenarios and the repetition. And I talked about this when we covered episode three, I went through frame by frame there. And I said, we know that's when it, for me, as far as I was concerned, it was confirmed that they were in the future because uh-huh. we were seeing temperance, photographs of temperance just as a wasteland turned to being reclaimed by the desert and everything. And mm-hmm. the thing that we didn't see is we haven't yet, because they just uncovered Maeve, we haven't seen them go back to temperance and park that vehicle that Frankie C was driving. Oh, yeah. And so my theory is for next episode, and if it's not next episode, it's going to be the one after that, Mm -hmm. is they take Mae back to Temperance so they can turn her back on. Oh, okay. Because buried underneath Temperance, was that was the host repair facility.
0: Yeah, the body shop. There was one down there. That's how they... That's how they got in there. Was because they died to get into the pretend body shop, and then they found the actual. And that's where. But Bernard's
1: going to know where it is, even though he's never been there before, because he's run all those simulations in the sublime.
0: He's been there already. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So one thing we saw
0: that I thought was fun was what appears to be Jay and Stubbs in Christina's neighborhood. Like they come up out of the subway steps the subway station yep. up out of the steps. And it's like that they are facing off against what appears to be the man in black has a remote control army. The host in black has a remote yeah. control army. And. And the host, control, start,
1: the host in black is back again. Hey, Laura's just built him again. So And
0: they start facing off. And then we get the dancing in the street thing. And
1: we also see three or four frames of the host in Black confronting some lady yeah. like he's going to attack her or shoot her or something. Yeah. And we don't know who the hell that is. No. I'm I, so interested. Because it's not, as near as I can tell, it's not Maya. It's definitely not Christina. It's not Frankie. I don't know who the hell that is. We we also see a scene, I can't remember if it's in the trailer or in the preview, where you see Maeve And Haloris in a face off in one of the modern buildings. Mm -hmm. So, this isn't a flashback. This is in the new present time. And what we think of as now. Yeah. Yeah. That they have resurrected, they have turned Maeve back on and she's reasonably repaired. So, they're facing off. And we also see this thing in another scene where Haloris is in, but there's some host like. Weird machine thingy in the background. And I don't know if it's a way to insert or remove brain balls or it's a torture device or whatever the hell it is. But that's creepy. And we all, it's one of the scenes, it's just a few frames. And then there's another one where somebody is either taking a brain ball out or putting a brain ball in. I assume it's a brain ball into some guy we've never seen before. That might be that same machine thingy. I don't know. Yeah,
0: there's some generic because it's one of the drone hosts right standing there while they stick the brain install the brain velvet cupcake. It's very weird. We don't know I if that's I looked, looked at the woman, by the way, that you're talking about that, that the host in black pulls a gun on. Yeah, I have no idea who that woman is. I put it Not... up on the big screen TV yeah. and on the big ass TV, I like to call it. And I have no idea who that is. So I think there must be a, if anybody I think that's out a brain there,
1: if anybody back. out there, yes, if anybody out there knows who that is, please it has a clue. And I have scoured to interwebs. And not only <laughs> does nobody have a clue, nobody's even worrying about shit like that, like Kelly and I are. To
0: be fair, most people don't worry about stuff on Westworld like we do. But I <laughs> see my crack earlier about the lady in the white shoes, but. Maybe it's just because that's not till next week, and we're gonna find out on Sunday. I don't know, but
1: I'm wondering. Oh, oh, oh and that's the other thing because they did this to us before. They showed us scenes that were not actually in the next yeah. episode. Which there is was an the episode after that.
0: Once, once they release when they release it, it's called like this one is the S four E five sneak peek. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, they've I've done so, it to us before. I've, yeah, I have so many questions about.
1: Oh, the other thing, and we mentioned this earlier, oh, the other thing yeah. we haven't seen is we haven't seen the battle between Caleb and the drone host because that's yeah. not in the episode no, we five got it preview, in but teaser. it's in the trailer. It's in the teaser. Yeah. So we know that's coming too. So lots of interesting stuff. So
0: much to look forward to. And like we talked about, and I can't remember if we were still recording when we talked about it, about how, even though we're only in the middle, we don't have a lot of story left. If that makes sense in that the
1: war is over, what's the conflict there
0: in that, like the last two episodes are of a piece, right? So we get one long finale at the end that wraps everything up. So that's two episodes right off the top. And so we basically have two episodes of story left of getting everybody where they need to be. And I think part of that, some of that furniture has been moved in, in episode four, And so we're getting all the pieces in place to have the real showdown. Now that everybody figured out that Heloris won and that this is all her stuff. Now we have to figure out how to take her down. Amongst our weaponry are such diverse elements as fear, surprise, Maeve, and probably Caleb. Yeah. But we got to get them all in the same place. And we got to get Bernard and Stubbs there in an entertaining fashion. The one true pairing and, of this program, and let's
1: hope. By the way, there is a wave of sentiment on the internet for two things. One is nobody, nobody wants them to kill Stubbs. Please don't kill Stubbs. There's almost no. a petition going. In fact, they're talking spinoff with Stubbs. That's a thread on Reddit. Uh, I just Bernard yesterday. and Stubbs
0: driving around talking about stuff would be. Hey, we're not
1: the only ones who think that's a great idea. Apparently,
0: it warms my heart to, for once, not be the only person shouting this into the internet. <laughs>
1: The other thing is that there are so many Teddy and Dolores shippers. They want uh, Teddy back. Uh, so it's
0: referred to him as a golden retriever of a man. And I just thought that was so entertaining. That's 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 appropriate
1: <laughs> and entertaining.
0: <laughs> While I was watching that, I was like, I almost picked up my phone and went, you kind of have a crush on him right now, don't you? Because you probably, you know, everybody did. Everybody yeah. should. That's is that, Marston is proof that we do not live in the darkest timeline. It's pretty dark, but it is yeah. not the darkest timeline. You it's know, it's the know? darkest time. Yeah. Because we have like Big Bird and Mr. Rogers and James Marston. Yes. And LeVar Burton. I'll put him on the list. Yeah.
1: Yes. They're big sentiments for let's not screw that up. The other thing yeah. is what's Hey Lawrence's end game? What's the plan here?
0: Yeah. Because I don't get it. Like, I find her baffling. And the reason that's not one of my biggest questions is because I've had that question all season. And so that's right. not the thing that I'm thinking about a bunch right now because I'm hoping they're going to tell us. And the other uh, things that I want to know are things that are I think we're going uh, to
1: find out by, yeah like, episode six or seven. We're, we're going to find out, out before the, yeah.
0: Sunday because she's, gotta, she's the villain. We've got to get the dramatic oh, monologue. So you
1: get, yeah, we've so. got to get her monologuing. But anyway, they've talked about that. But the real issue is that whole thing wrapped up this season and is the show wrapped up this season if they do that? Are we going four or are we going five? And if we go five, what's the next label? The other thing to come back to, and you mentioned this, I think, on our first analysis show, and we talked about it briefly last time and then I think we get distracted is what? they have Us? names no. squirrel it's the theme for the season and this the this season is the choice the choice yeah so what does that refer to yes and I think that's the biggest question because I think if you crack that nut then everything yeah. falls out from there I
0: think I think part of it is everybody kind of being on a loop you know mm-hmm. what ha- let's say, how do you break I mean, your loop and hellois got her way which sort of feels like she made it to the center of the maze. To borrow a story from season one, once the dog caught the rabbit, he didn't know what to do.
1: Right. Like, I caught it,
0: now what? And that kind of feels like where we are with her right now because she's been driven by this deep inner need to do this for so long. And now, Caleb notwithstanding, she done did it. Now, the Greyhound caught the felt so now what happens once you got there what do you do so i i think that's part of her problem and i think that's part of why she keeps winter soldiering william she'll thaw him out and put him back on ice for another few years when she really needs to taunt somebody she's having a bad day and just wants to go kick a puppy while she's down and he's as good a target as anybody else
1: i think that is very likely but there may be some other reason she's doing it And that's got me scratching my head. Also, the title of this episode is Generation Laws, Mm -hmm. which I can understand why. But the title of episode six, not this next episode coming this Sunday, but episode six, the one after that, what is it called? Fidelity.
0: Fidelity.
1: Yeah. And woof. So what happens in that one? Because if you're ever going to, have an episode of Westworld called Fidelity, you might as well have titled it We're Gonna Fuck With You. (laughs) Yeah. It's gonna start with a close
0: shot on a record
1: player. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I think episode six is where some real shit's going down. Everything's gonna jump off in episode six. We know that because
0: seven and eight are gonna be cleaning up after episode six.
1: Yeah, yeah. I predict... Episode five is not going to be a bad episode or anything, but I think episode five is a bunch of diversions. I think it's getting the band back together in the right places kind of stuff. Yeah. And there'll be some other things going on, but we're not going to get the level of reveals And I think they're going to milk this. What the hell's up with Christina, Maya, and Mm. Vicky, parentheses, Teddy, for another episode. Oh, no, we're not going to find
0: out in five. No,
1: they're going to they're going to
0: finding all of that out in six is going to be what kicks off seven and eight is my presumption. So that's what I think. We want to hear what you think about all of this. How goofed up are we? Is the good stuff legal where you live? What is your theory? (laughs) And this Uh, is coming from Kelly. Who lives in Oregon. Oregon and California have some pretty good stuff that's legal. But that aside, what color is the string on your wall? What color is the Sharpie on your index cards? We want to know. So you can get a hold of us at Uncanny Greeting, just like always. And we look forward to hearing from you. And particularly if you give us an interesting theory, we will be more than happy to share it on the show. And we are also happy to say hi. All you have to do is admit in public that you're a listener and we will say hello to you, just like we did tonight.
1: We will blurt out names.
0: (laughs) Yes. And occasionally, if it's a good enough theory, it doesn't have
1: to be that good a theory. We'll Uh, we'll
0: promote you to friend of the show.
1: So Yeah, we'll give you credit. Really, please figure this damn thing out, okay?
0: (laughs) So (laughs) I can sleep at night. Believe it or not, Don and I have other stuff that needs to happen most of the time. So please, if you would be so kind, go crack this nut and let us know. How it all breaks down, so that we can get a little rest and actually enjoy these. That's going to do it for us tonight. Don, do you have any parting thoughts for anybody?
1: Oh, my 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 brain is jello by this point. <laughs>
0: That's it. So, uh, brain ball is slowly melting. So, I'm going to take yeah. him out for a pastrami melt. We will talk to all of you at the reaction show on Sunday. So, until then, settle be for tuna. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> yeah don't if you don't have don't settle for tuna don't order the reuben or we're all fucked but yeah but that said <laughs> we Sorry. will talk to you again on sunday until then be excellent to each other